0: Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the pilot episode of The Low-Key 20s. I'm your host. My name is Taylor Janet, and I'm super excited and a little bit nervous to be sitting here chatting with you all. Because this is the very first episode of Low-Key 20s, I want it to be extremely casual. The plan of action for this episode is to explain to you a little bit more about Low-Key 20s, what we're all about, and also a little bit more about me, so you can know who you're talking with every week. So before we get into that, I want to start with two things that I'm planning on starting every single episode with. The first being Strawberries and Lemons, one of my favorite podcasts, Gals on the Go. They do highlights and lowlights, which is kind of like the same thing, where you talk about one really positive thing from your week and then one not-so-great thing from your week. I thought this would be a really awesome way to start out the pod because Strawberries and Lemons is literally my favorite icebreaker, especially when you're in a group setting. You can just kind of like talk about your day or your week or whatever it is, so... Because the podcast is going to be on a weekly basis, I'm just going to do my strawberries and lemons from the week. And this week, my strawberries and lemons are a little bit intertwined, and I'm going to start with the lemon. Earlier this week, my grandfather passed away. I was obviously very upset and hurt, but my strawberry is that I got to see him a few days before he passed, and he was in really, really good spirits, and our whole family came together. We got to spend time with him, he was smiling. My newest baby niece, Baby Bailey, he got to meet her and he was just so happy. So that was my last memory with him. And so I think my strawberry it was just that he was in such good spirits and that I've been with a lot of family this week. So those are my strawberries and lemons of the week. I know it was kind of like a lot for the lemon, but yeah, those were the strawberries and lemons of the week. And now the next thing that I want to do on the podcast is do a word of the day or word of the episode, I guess. A little thing about me is that I am in the process of studying for the GRE exam. I use that word studying very, very, very lightly because I have not necessarily been doing all that I need to do in these past few weeks. I've been consumed with other things, but I'm really going to try to get back at it and crack down. And while I'm cracking down, prepping for this GRE exam, I thought that it would be helpful slash fun slash educational if I do a word of the episode so that we can all study for the GRE. And I, again, you're not all going to be studying for the GRE, but if you have any other standardized tests or if you just want to up your vocabulary and be a little bougie, I thought it would be a fun thing to do. And the word for this week is ossify to change into bone to become hardened or set in a rigidly conventional pattern so let's also do this sentence the forensics expert asserted that the body's age based on the degree to which the facial structures has been ossified so yeah rigid hard bone got it okay i don't know if i've ever used that in a sentence but Now I got it and I'm going to try to use it this week. (laughs) All right. So we've done our strawberries and lemons. We've done our word of the week. Now let's get into the low key 20s, what we're all about and what's to come. Low key 20s came to be my sophomore year of college. And just for some background, I'm going into my senior year. My friend Lee and I initially had planned to do this together and we didn't even know what low key 20s was at that point but we wanted to do something. It was either a business or a blog. It wasn't a podcast at that point, but we wanted to do something. I think it was a joint Instagram account because we're both really into content creation, but we do it in different ways. And we thought that, wow, like this would be really cool if we did it together. So low 20s, the low key, the L stands for Leah and the T stands for Taylor. So one day when we we're supposed to be studying in the library, we we're just writing out a bunch of L words and T words. And we're just trying to figure out a name for our Instagram account and that's how Loki's twenties came to be. We kind of came up with the name Loki twenties. We made an Instagram account called Loki Twenties. Follow us at Loki twenties, but then we didn't really touch it since Leah and I are very, very, very busy people and coordinating our schedules is actually one of the most difficult things ever so then over the quarantine i kind of had the idea what if we turned Loki 20s into a podcast that's something that we definitely wanted to do together and it's something that we might do in the future but because it's really 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 hard to coordinate our schedules we both had a conversation and that i would kind of take over the Loki 20s um and kind of make it my own thing but stay tuned because leah will definitely be on the podcast and maybe in a few months after things settle down, we will be able to have our own podcast or Instagram or blog, because that was kind of like our initial plan. So, oh my gosh, my phone is buzzing right now. I never get texts and now I get a bunch. Okay, we're on do not disturb. So now next thing that I want to do is talk about the name. So like I was saying, Lee and I wrote out a bunch of L words and T words, and then we just kind of made this, but we picked low key because low-key means just that, low-key. It's a very popular word that we use day to day. I say low-key probably 80,000 times a day. So it was just fitting. And then 20s, 20s has a double meaning. First of all, the decade is 2020. We all know how 2020 is going. I don't even have to explain that. But it's a new decade. It's the beginning of a new decade, something new, something fresh. But also, I'm 21 years old, I'm a 20-something, I'm just getting into my 20s and I know that this for me and a lot of people is going to be a period of growth. So one of the main focuses of the podcast is to talk about my experiences as a 20-something, learning what it means to be an adult, life post undergrad, what I'm gonna do, because honestly, I have no idea. So low-key 20s really is about me, a 20-something year old in 2020, figuring out what she's gonna do with her life and topics that I think are super important I want the episodes to be extremely chill, casual, because that's how I really am as a person. I'm very casual. I'm very chill. I want the energy to be like just hanging out with a friend. There's tons and tons and tons of like educational, political, and serious podcasts. I want the education from this podcast to be more so towards life experiences and the education part being more so towards things that I think are super relevant for someone who is coming of age in this new crazy decade. So that's low-key 20s. Now a little bit on to me. So just to start, to give myself another little quick introduction, my name is Taylor Janet. I'm 21 years old. I'm an incoming, graduating senior economics major at Spelman College. I was originally born in Atlanta. I lived there for a few years. Then I moved to Pittsburgh when I was like four or five years old when my parents got divorced. I grew up in Pittsburgh. So uh, to anyone listening from the Berg, how yins doing? (laughs) My friends told me not to say that, but oh well. So then when I was 18, after I graduated high school, I moved back to Atlanta for college. But now Atlanta really has become my home again. I have a ton of family here. My dad still lives here. My siblings live here. Grandparents, all of that. So Atlanta really wasn't a new city for me. Atlanta is my home. During my matriculation, my mom moved from Pittsburgh to Florida where my maternal grandparents live. So now Technically, I'm not a Pittsburgher by any means. I'm technically, technically, technically a Floridian because that's what my ID says. For the most part, I go back and forth between Florida and Atlanta. I was in Florida for the first four months of quarantine and I just recently came back when my grandfather started to get sick because I really wanted to be around family during that time. Another thing that I may or may not have mentioned, honestly, guys, this is not scripted at all, Also, if it's all over the place, bear with me, but that's kind of how I am as a person too, so yikes. Another thing about me is that I am a content creator. I have a YouTube channel, and my YouTube channel is called It's Taylor Janet. I've also, in the quarantine, been dabbling a little bit in content creating on Instagram as well, which has been kind of interesting. You might be like, content creation on Instagram. Technically, anyone who posts on their Instagram is content creating, but for me, that looks more like being more intentional with my posts and trying to post more frequently, which I think has actually been going really well, and it's been a nice hobby in the quarantine. When I started my YouTube channel in 2017, I think my main focus was Spellman, 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 because obviously that's a huge part of my life, especially as a freshman. It's all new and shiny, and that's all I wanted to talk about, but now I feel like my YouTube's more lifestyle contents, and I do lots of vlogs, lots of vlogs. I say that to say I kind of got off track I was making these vlogs where, you know, it's supposed to be like kind of a bunch of different things and then put it together and not talk too much. I say that to say when I'm vlogging, I think one of the biggest things that you have to try not to do is talk too much. I think what makes a vlog more exciting is to the B roll and the action shots and the angles, but not necessarily the words. And I felt like sometimes I would cut things out of my vlogs because they were getting too wordy and too boring but I was like, I still wanna have these conversations. I still wanna say what I wanna say. And so, after the third or fourth time, I was like, I think it's time for a podcast. I wanted a platform where I felt like I could say what I wanted to say without fear of being too wordy or having to do things a certain way. I want this platform to be me. I want it to be raw, I want it to be real, I want it to be extremely casual, minimally edited, because I really don't feel like editing that much. And yeah, that's kind of like the vibes (laughs) for the pod. But yeah, so I have a YouTube channel. If you guys are coming from my YouTube channel, welcome. If you guys are new, subscribe to my YouTube and my podcast because it's a good time on both of them. And now just to get to know me a little bit more and make it a little bit more entertaining, on my Instagram account I ask people to ask me some fun get to know you questions. So I'm gonna answer them here on the pod. I think I told people I was making a video, but I'm not. It's for the podcast. I haven't technically announced it yet. The plan is to announce my pod on August 1st, which is a few days away. And then I'm going to release this episode on the following Tuesday, August 1st to Saturday. And then on Tuesday, today, this pod is going to drop because I want the hashtag to be Tuesdays with TJ because... TJ, Taylor Janet, yeah, I thought it was cute. First question is what is your zodiac for the zodiac peoples? My son is Aquarius, I'm a January aqua, my birthday is January 28th. I actually just celebrated my half birthday yesterday and I know you might be cringing like Taylor, what the hell? But I celebrate my half birthday every year. I thought I wasn't gonna celebrate this year and then literally the day before I was like, nope, I'ma celebrate. My moon is also in Gemini, so yeah. Next question is, what made you cut your bangs? Okay, so if you guys don't know me, if you don't follow me on any of my other socials, I got bangs maybe two months ago and honestly, it was a very impulsive decision. Overall, I would say I'm a very impulsive person, but it's something that I'd been wanting to do for a while and I kind of have trust issues with people cutting bangs for me because if I hate them, then I hold the person who got them responsible so two months ago you know in the quarantine i made the decision to get quarantine bangs i feel like a lot of people were doing it and i definitely did it as well it was a very impulsive decision it was like 2 a.m and i was just like bored i want to do something and then the little voice in the back of my head was like cut your hair so i was already cutting my hair i had a lot of heat damage from a pageant i ran for miss Spellman um a few months back and so when i was doing like promo and stuff like that i straightened my hair a lot and I had a lot of heat damage so what I did was I cut off all the heat damage parts and then while I was doing it I got a little scissor happy next thing I know I cut my hair I don't think it looks bad at all actually like i know a professional probably could have done better but I think considering that I used literal regular scissors like not even like hair scissors <laughs> regular scissors on my hair I think it looks pretty cute I didn't really have a reason besides the fact that I was just bored and I wanted to. Um, let's see. The next question is, do you have a favorite book? I'd say my visceral reaction when asked that question is The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. I've read that book like three times. Currently, I'm reading Children of Blood and Bone. I'm not super far in it, but I'm really, really intrigued by it. and I think it's really good so far. So when I finish it, I'll give you guys an update. But so far, that's what I'm reading and I really like it. But my visceral reaction is just like... Toni Morrison, The Bluest Eye, because I've read it a bunch of times and it's really good, really deep. Next question is, what artists have you been listening to? Okay, so as you guys know, like a month ago, Hamilton came out. Okay, so, okay, before we even go into the question, I have to go on a tangent. Like a month ago, Hamilton came out. I think the whole world was hype. I was super, super hype. Fun fact about myself is that I was a theater kid before I came to college i really was into theater and the arts and i really shocked everyone in my family including myself when i went to econ i actually went into health science then econ but neither of those really aligned with who i was before school starting at around sixth grade until my senior year i got really really involved in the theater at my school i also did pittsburgh musical theater And I did a bunch of shows, I've been in a lot of shows. And then I also went to Performing Arts Camp, Frenchwood's uh, Performing Arts Academy or something like that, I cannot remember the name. So I've done a lot of shows and I took classes on singing and dancing and acting. Singing and dancing are definitely not my strongest suit. I learned and learned very quickly that if you don't use it, you lose it. When I was doing choreography for the pageant, I was definitely, definitely, definitely struggling and that's something that I really didn't struggle with before but I hadn't danced it almost three years and I was just struggling a lot I say that to say Hamilton was released a month ago and I absolutely love Lin-Manuel Miranda like so so much so of course I watched Hamilton I'd seen Hamilton twice in theaters I saw Hamilton before everyone else I know that's a flex <laughs> but I don't care it's my podcast so I saw Hamilton with the original cast back in i think it was like 2015 or 2016 when it first came out before the soundtrack came out i saw lynn in person me and my grandmother it was one of the best experiences of my life and then I saw it again with my mom in When They Came to Pittsburgh a few years back. So I was really, really hype. I've always been a fan of Hamilton, but I was more so hyped because my favorite musical of all time, I have two, but one of my favorite musicals of all time is In the Heights. In the Heights is also written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It is still my favorite, even though Hamilton is so bomb. I just have always loved In the Heights. It's one of my favorite things in the world. So after watching Hamilton, I think I've seen the Disney Plus version three times now, I just started listening to the soundtrack of In the Heights like crazy because it just brought back all the feels. So especially when I was road tripping from Florida to Atlanta, I was just listening to it knowing all the words and it was so great. So I've been listening to that a lot. Next question is, are there any more pageants in your future? So I think I did mention this a few months back i ran for miss spellman that was my very first pageant ever um this is kind of crazy so just to give you a little context i ran for my very first pageant ever i never planned to do a pageant i'm not a pageant person i'm a theater kid but i'm not a pageant person i've never been interested in doing a pageant i'd never even been to a pageant before the month before that so i really was never into pageants but i was really really compelled by my platform that just came up and what I wanted to do and make a change in my community that I decided to run to implement my platform, The Mirror Movement. I made court. Yay! So I serve as the second attendant to Miss Spelman College. I'm really, really excited about this role and the opportunities that I'm going to have to help my community and just give back, especially as a senior. I really wanted to give back to my community, and I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to do that. So the question is, are there any more pageants in your future I wanna say no because I'm not a pageant person. Like I said, I don't think I ever have been a pageant person. I was never really motivated by the pageant. It's always the purpose behind the pageant. So I wanna say no, but then again, I swore I would never do a pageant and then I did a pageant. So I feel like the answer is no, but like, if for some reason I have this overwhelming calling to do it again, then I'm gonna do it again, I guess. (laughs) Okay, so the next question is, how would you describe your personal style? Comfortable. Casual, laid back. Even before the quarantine, I lived in leggings. They're just my uniform. I think they're so comfortable, and I hate to not be comfortable. I just don't see a purpose in that. So, yeah, I'm very casual as a person. Even for my birthday photo shoot, I wore. Oh my gosh, my friend Alexis was so like mad at me because I bought all these like fancy dresses or whatever. And she's like, Wear one of your dresses, you know, for the birthday photo shoot. And I was like, I'm wearing jeans. So, I literally wore jeans and a crop sweater and some heels for my birthday photo shoot, but the jeans had rhinestones on them. So I felt like they were a little, a little bougie. (laughs) Okay. So the next question is what are some things that you can't live without? Um, Off the top of my head, my computer, (laughs) my computer broke a few weeks ago and I literally felt like the world was crashing and burning around me because I use my computer for everything. And yeah, I love my computer. But besides that, I can't live without my vlogging camera. That's another thing where if it breaks or goes missing, I just can't, can't handle it. Next question is what is the key to your heart? Um, Well, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all my love languages. My top two love languages are quality time and acts of service. So basically for me, that means You could tell me you're my best friend or that you love me or whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. What I need is for you to show me. Meaning, hanging out with me. Little things like going to the grocery store together or just studying together. I love doing like random things like that. And then acts of service. I think like if I'm ever struggling and someone does something to just help me out, I don't know. I didn't realize this was one of my love languages until uh, I took the test, but now I'm like, yeah, I kind of see it. Next question is, what are your pet peeves? Um, I really don't like when people are rude, like at all. I really am not okay with that. Just the way that I was raised, I was raised to treat everyone with respect. When I say everyone, I mean everyone. It could be a bajillionaire, okay, I know that's not a number, but let's roll with it. it could be someone with zero dollars to their name you should treat everyone with the same amount of respect one of my biggest pet peeves is seeing people only treat people kindly because of something that they think that they have or something that they think they can gain from that relationship i just think that's really really cringy and inauthentic and just gross another one of my new pet peeves is when people don't wear their masks like are you dumb like i don't understand why it's so hard for people to just put on a mask when you go to the grocery store. You can literally buy a glitter mask, you can buy a tie-dye mask, you can buy whatever mask you want to match your outfit, but just, it doesn't hurt. It saves lives, literally. That's it, wear your mask. Okay, the next question is, if you could plan the perfect day, what would it consist of? Okay, so in my perfect day, I would sleep and I would have a full night's rest. I'd wake up feeling refreshed. I would have a good hair day. I think my perfect day would just be hanging out with my friends eating some really good food and probably taking pictures i'm a picture person even if they're not going on my instagram like i love taking pictures i love taking pictures of other people i'm really into photography specifically portrait photography and yeah taking pictures maybe chilling after that watching some tv very casual nothing nothing too fancy oh Maybe also in my perfect day, shopping with somebody else's money, and yeah, treating myself. The next question is, if a book was being written about your life, what would it be titled? I feel like just because of my YouTube channel, and my Instagram, and my Twitter, and most of my socials except for this one, a book being written about me would be called It's Taylor Janet. That's just kind of like the brand that I've assigned myself throughout the years, It's Taylor Janet. I literally almost never go by Taylor. It's very rare that people call me Taylor. I feel like a lot of people don't call me Taylor. I feel like people call me Taylor Janet. They call me Tay. They call me TJ. People don't really call me Taylor like that. I think I have maybe like one or two friends that calls me that, but it's super not normal so I think the book would be called it's Taylor Janet and then it would just go into my life okay the next question is favorite movie and why and I'm gonna say this question gives me anxiety (laughs) I think that people always ask this question but I literally do not have a favorite movie and it's not because I haven't tried to think of one but I just don't have one I think it also has to do with the fact that I'm just not a movie person I'm not into movies I think they're very very long And I don't really have the attention span to watch them. Yeah, I don't really go to the movies like that. I don't watch movies by choice, really. I'm much more into TV shows. So, I think I'm gonna change the question. (laughs) And then I'm gonna say, What's your favorite TV show? Favorite TV show that I've seen every episode, maybe 10 times, is The Nanny. I've just always been obsessed with that show since I was young. Recently, I just started rewatching New Girl, and it's probably my third time rewatching it. And it's just hilarious. And it was the best decision I made all of quarantine. And yeah, I think Schmidt is like my favorite character ever. He's so funny. So, yeah, that's what I just started rewatching. Okay, next question is, what is your favorite thing to cook for friends? So last night I had a little dinner party for my half birthday, because like I said, I'm extra and I like to celebrate my half birthday. I just like to celebrate in general. I made cacio e pepe, which is my favorite pasta. It's a Roman dish. It's super bomb. I also made some green beans. I made some pan fried chicken, and then I bought cupcakes, and then jam jar wine. It's either jam jar or jar jam. I cannot remember, but I think it's jam jar. So yeah, I would say pasta for sure. And the last question is, if you had to move from the United States, where would you go? London, easy, London, London, London. I did a fake study abroad there last summer and I say fake study abroad because I took a class but I was literally only there for two weeks and when I left, I was not ready to go. I think the weather is probably gonna be trifling And I really don't like bad weather at all, but I just loved London so much that I think I would be willing to deal with the rain and the cold and the gloominess to live in London. It's also very expensive. I wish I wanted to live somewhere else, but that's where I would live. Alrighty, you guys. So that's the end of episode one of Low-Key 20s. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please be sure to subscribe. I am in the process of getting my podcast on all of the platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, and Anchor. In the meantime, be sure to follow my Instagram and my Twitter at Loki 20s And if you want to follow my personals at itstaylorjanet, go on ahead. But be sure to follow at Loki 20s on Instagram for all the updates. And it's going to be super cute and super fun. And I'm so excited for this. Thanks so much for listening. And I will catch you guys next week. Bye.